0: are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at cfru.ca. What is happening everybody? What is Good, it's your girl Janon right here on TKO As you already know here on TKO All we talk about is mixed martial arts Also known as MMA and other combat sports too We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting And talk about notable fighters and athletes And how they all got started in the game And of course where they are now So hey everybody, what is happening? Happy 2019, happy new year to all of you guys out there Um, If you're listening to this right now, well, there's a chance that you are indeed a University of Guelph student out there because our our (laughs) winter break is almost over. And I know it's kind of sad, but it's kind of um, it's kind of like a bittersweet. Moment, I would say, because you know, you you definitely do need all of that rest, but at the same time, you're kind of excited to get back to school because after a while, uh, after a while, you just kind of get bored of doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like that was definitely the case with me myself, because even though you do get to sleep in until like 12 p.m. and you know do everything that you want and you know watch Netflix and all that, you kind of get bored and you kind of itch for all of that hard work and you know getting back to work over all. So I'm actually personally really excited to get back to school and um, I'm actually really excited to start my new year with you guys out here doing TKO. And hey, listen, guess what episode it is today? Well, yes, you guessed it right. If you have been marking down your calendar, you probably know what day it is today. Today is our 100th episode of TKO and um, I just want to wish ourselves, I mean, not to brag or anything, but I just want to wish ourselves at as TKO Nation a very happy 100th episode anniversary here at TKO and once again I just want to give you guys out there a big big shout out because if it were not because of your love and your support TKO Nisha, we would not be standing here right now delivering a brand new episode week after week and of course a, and even a bigger shout out to our platform providers the one and only CFRU 93.3 FM we love our family here at CFRU and so shout out to Everybody here at our CFRU family for giving us this platform and um, again, giving us the love and support um, uh, that we get every week, week after week. So shout out to everybody out there who has been supporting the show from day one. And man, I'm just gonna go down on, uh, just stroll down memory lane for a bit, because I still remember the very first episode that we did do, I think it was sometime in October of 2016, that was almost like three years ago. I can't believe it was three three years ago because to me, it just feels like it was two months ago because that's just how fast I've been feeling things go in terms of TKO because every single time that we actually come into the studio to to deliver a brand new episode to all of y'all, it's always just so much fun and you guys know me, I love to talk about some of the things that I do actually get to talk about here on TKO, especially when it comes to the breakdowns and talking about all the all the drama that goes down in the in the combat sports business so again thank you so much for letting us do this here on TKO and we okay even though this is our 100th episode and of course this is a major milestone to, to accomplish but we are not done here and um, I'm actually looking forward to doing episode 200 or even 500 or even one 1- thousand thousand okay because that's just the type of people that we are here on TKO and so just um just keep an eye out for us okay because that that day will actually come eventually so once again happy birthday (laughs) to ourselves TKO happy 100th episode to us And uh, man, okay, this past year was actually crazy, 2018 was actually crazy, and especially talking about the very last days of of this past year, 2018, so many interesting things actually went down in the world of combat sports, I mean we already did talk about, kind of briefly about UFC 232, which was the very last pay-per-view card of UFC, and we talked about all the drama that actually went down with it in terms of uh, the headliner. One of the headliners, John Jones, who is now the new light heavyweight champion at the UFC, talked about some of the things that had actually been going down with him in terms of um, him showing some traces of a um, um, performance-enhancing metabolite in his bloodstream and how the Nevada State Athletic Commission didn't really give him a license to actually fight in Nevada, so the whole UFC had to move their entire car to California, because California actually did grant them um, um, access to, to ev- like all the rights and privileges that they did have as, as athletes in that state, in terms of um, athletics, so yes, John Jones was finally stated h- with his um, license in California State, and he did get to the fights however things were actually a bit kind of I don't know maybe it was just me but it it just felt a bit weird especially after all that drama like when you're watching the fight you can't really help but think about all of the drama that had been preceding this this actual fight. And I feel like all of the drama itself, it actually took away value from the fight itself. Because even though, you know, they will be having press conferences before the fights or even after the fights, most of the the journalists and the and the people from the press would Asked questions, a lot of questions uh, from John Jones and his situation in terms of failing the drug test and, you know, his suspension and just everything about him. Not necessarily anything about the fights, which really did bother me because it really, like I said, it did take value away from the fight itself. And also, it took, um, it, it was just almost disrespectful to John Jones's opponent, Alexander Gustafson. And you know, like I said, it was just a bit disappointing from UFC's point of view because you know you've put in all of this money and effort into promoting this fight, this not just this fight itself, but the whole fight card, the whole UFC 232 fight card. And this is what actually happens, and you actually allow it to to just continue, and you don't really put in extra effort to to like equalize the 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 attention that has been given to some of the fighters, you know what I'm saying? Like all the attention was just focused on John Jones and his um uh, all the metabolites that are actually in his body not necessarily his fighting skills or how he's actually going to be approaching this fight against Gustav or not even about any other fighter on that particular card which was like i said very disappointing so overall i would say yes I, you know some of the fights were actually really good to watch and there were a lot of surprises on this on this whole card overall but overall, I was just, something didn't click for me um, because of all the reasons that I just told you. And um, even when the, when John Jones actually did win the fight against Gustafson, it didn't feel real and genuine to, to me. Even though John Jones kept on saying that, quote unquote, you know, daddy is back to, to his real weight division or whatever he was saying. It was just a bit fixed and it just did, like I said, it did not feel genuine enough. To me, and I, f- and I, I'm not the only one here because I've I've been through all my social media, and I've looked through the comments, and I'm um, looking at some of the things that the other fans that have been saying about this, and you know, like I said, I'm not the only one who has actually been feeling this way about this fight, and um, about John Jones in particular, and a lot of people have been saying that they've been feeling the same way as well. So there's that about um, the the fight between John Jones and Alexander Gustafsson, but I still want to give a big shout out and a big kudos to Alexander Gustafsson because. I've seen videos of his um, training camp prior to this fight and he had been putting a lot of work into this training camp. But unfortunately when he came into this fight against John Jones, it just felt like all of the things that had been said had been said about John Jones, it just all got into his head and it sort of felt like he lost his confidence, even though he had everything in him. He had every single weapon that he needed to win this fight against John Jones. However, his mentality just wasn't there, unfortunately. And um, yeah, he lost the fights. And I really wish he delivered a bit better in this fight. Because if he could actually shut all the mouths that had been talked about John Jones and, you know, all the things that... Hadn't actually been said about Alexander Gustafson and his great fighting abilities, he could have shut all of those mouths by showing uh, what he's actually capable of on fight nights. But unfortunately, it, it just wasn't his nights, and um, things did not go his way on fight nights. And it's okay, you know, things do happen sometimes and... I, but I still do want to give a big shout out to Alexander and and in terms of John Jones I mean I don't know man like yes you do you do have your uh, title now but doesn't necessarily show that you are the greatest light heavyweight of all time not not for me you still have a lot of proving to do John Jones and I don't care what the what the testing say by the United States Anti-Doping Agency regarding the met- the amount of metabolites being in your bloodstream being about like a few picograms which to him is not actually a lot but that's actually uh, like the amount is times 10 to the power of -12 right which doesn't really seem like a lot But I actually, I was on this forum the other day, and um, this person was actually breaking down, um, like, uh, you know, any chemical substance has a half-life, correct? And the half-life of the substance that um, is in John Jones's bloodstream is about 16 hours, right? So... If you start with one gram of um, this substance, it's actually called terinabol. So, if you start with one gram of terinabol, after 16 hours, you're left with half a gram of terinabol, right? So, just keep on dividing that amount by um, by a half every 16 hours, right? And if John Jones only took Turinable in that particular um, period and sometime in July of 2017 when he originally tested positive for the substance. Do you know how much the amount would actually be right now if that was the only time that he actually took Turinable in 2017? Well, the amount would have to be, well, just imagine the amount times 10 to the negative 23. And what is the amount right now in his bloodstream? Is the amount times 10 to the negative 12. And if you do a little bit of comparison, that's almost twice the amount that it should be in his bloodstream. So something just doesn't feel right here. And for sure, sometime after he tested positive for Terenable in July of 2017, he indeed consumed Terenable again, Okay. The math shows it, the science shows it, and like I said, he indeed took some Trinable sometime after he tested positive in July of 2017. Now, I'm not trying to allege whether or not he intentionally took the substance or whether or not it was um, unintentional. I'm just saying that was not the first time that John Jones took Ternable. He indeed took Ternable sometime after that because that's what the numbers show in his bloodstream. And I just want to put that out there because when I actually read that on that on that MMA forum and shout out to this um, user who actually put the mouth out there uh, because I was actually personally... Curious about that because you know I'm I'm uh, majoring in neuroscience myself, and you know I kind of do know a thing or two about science and statistics and pharmacology and whatnot. So I was just a bit curious myself about how all of this actually does work out because the the representatives from the United States Anti-Doping Agency who do work for UFC were trying to convince all of us the fans out here that oh it's okay for John Jones to have a few picograms of this substance in in his bloodstream and it's and all of this just seems like oh it's just a pinch of salt in a in a um, swimming pool well yes it it is not necessarily a lot of substance but like considering all the things that we have been told prior to this the math of it and the science of it just does not work out either he did actually take the substance and you're not telling us or something else has happened. So that's all I have to say regarding this John Jones thing. And I don't really want to get into too much detail about this because that's what actually happened last week, too. And uh, we lost time and we couldn't really break down the Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes fight because of that. So that's all I have to say about that issue, okay? Now, speaking of Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes, I actually wanted to do a bonus um, TKO episode online to, to just break down that fight by itself. And I was actually really sad and disappointed that I didn't get to break down that fight last week. But here we are. I'm just going to briefly talk about it because it was a phenomenal fight by itself. And, uh, you know, coming into this fight, everybody was thinking that Chris Cyborg was going to be the most dominant ever female MA fighter that was going to be um, fighting Amanda Nunes you know that was uh, what she was going to prove after she she would supposedly get the win uh, from Amanda Nunes in this particular fight however things actually went the exact opposite way and um, it was just a matter of seconds and uh, when the fight actually did get started both Started brawling okay It wasn't a a matter of being Cautious or anything which I actually Do applaud both ladies for doing so Because they both did look like they knew what the other person is actually capable of, and they both um, thought the good thing, which was if I do not finish my opponent in in the beginning in the beginning rounds, then I'm there's a really low chance that I'm gonna win this fight through decision. So that was a mindset that both of these ladies actually came to the fight with. So when the fight started, they immediately went at it, and um, I would say it was just a matter of chance because. Any of Cyborg's um, own shots could have been um, connected to Amanda Nunes' chin, and she could have been the uh, the one that could have actually gone down and be knocked out. However, Amanda Nunes was just, uh, I don't want to say lucky because that would actually take away from... Um, you know, her her fighting IQ in that particular um, um, fight because even though she would throw, even though Amanda Nunes would actually throw a lot of punches, she would actually have a very good ability of getting away and actually overseeing some of the shots that Cyborg was throwing towards her. So even before she was, um, uh, even though before the shots were actually being connected, Um, To Amanda Nunez's chin she would actually duck away and dodge those punches and um, that just shows how uh, how great of a fighting IQ you actually have and so like I said it was a matter of seconds and then a shot actually landed on Chris Cyborg's chin and Cyborg went down and there you go you have a brand new featherweight champion And that is Amanda Nunes. So Amanda Nunes is a double champion now. The first ever woman to be a double champion. Both at bantamweight and featherweight at the UFC. And that was a great fight. But... I mean it would be really fair if we gave Cyborg another chance because especially because this fight actually ended in the very first round and in the very beginning seconds and I just feel like if you do want to see a good demonstration of both of these ladies um, skills it would be super fair if we gave them another shot and a potential rematch so Yeah, man, I would definitely do that as the UFC matchmaker. So hopefully they do listen to us, the fans out here, and they do actually make that happen for us. All right, so there was that. Okay, now, so that was a brief recap of UFC 232. And I know you guys already know that Floyd Mayweather actually fought Tenshin Nasukawa finally uh, on New Year's Eve. And um, he won the fight. Woohoo! Yeah, good for Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, because uh, the fight had special rules that were all in favor of Floyd Money Mayweather. And uh, yeah, if he didn't win, I'll be surprised. So. You know, again, not trying to beef against Floyd Money Mayweather, but I'm just voicing my opinion here, and um, I can't really name a person who did not think that that fight wasn't fixed because Floyd Money Mayweather set all the rules. It was a special exhibition type of rule setting that was um, set for this fight. There were no judges. So ultimately what actually had to be done was for the fight to be finished for uh, uh, by either one of them, and Floyd Money Mayweather won the fight. Good for him. He won $9 million just from this fight. And uh, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to hate on him, but I just wish it was a f- more fair fight for both of these. But hey, man, what can you actually expect from Floyd Money Mayweather? He has a lot of money. He can do whatever he wants. So I guess that what he uh, that's what he wanted to do. So... Yeah, I'm just going to leave it there because I'm not trying to hate on Floyd Money Mayweather any more than this. So I'm just going to leave it there. All right. So there was that. So that's pretty much uh, all the things that happened over this past week uh, in the last remaining days of 2018. So I think it would be really fair to kind of give you guys some predictions about some of the things that could be potentially happening in this new year in 2019. So... Since we already talked about John Jones, um, you know it would be really fair to think whether or not John Jones is going to be fighting his biggest rival ever, the one and only Daniel Cormier (DC) at heavyweight, because Daniel Cormier, you guys already know, he was the champion at light heavyweight, and then he moved on to heavyweight and became the champion at heavyweight. And then he relinquished his title at light heavyweight, which allowed John Jones to, to actually attain that title at light heavyweight. So now we have John Jones, the light heavyweight champion, and then Daniel Cormier, DC, the heavyweight champion. And there's been talks of um, John Jones potentially moving to heavyweight to, to uh, fight the champion, whoever it is going to be. But at the moment, it is actually Daniel Cormier. And what other better opportunity than this? for not only these two guys to settle their beef, but also fight for the heavyweight title. And if this fight actually does happen, this is one fight to actually watch because I know that Daniel Cormier is not the type to take... BS from anybody, so if this fight actually does take place at heavyweight, it is going to be really interesting Not just from um, all the press that is going to be happening and all the potential trash talk that is actually going to be Taking place between these two guys, but also in terms of uh, the fight itself It it is for sure going to be very very exciting and very very technical Because we all know how great and phenomenal of a wrestler Daley Cormier is but not only that, especially since uh, he actually moved to heavyweight, he has shown that he does possess some really good striking skills as well. So we'll see if he can still deliver those great uh, striking skills against John Jones at heavyweight. And let's see whether or not that picogram of trainable is finally going to be cleared from John Jones' body and whether or not he's going to be having a fair fight against Daniel Cormier at heavyweight. So that is a potential fight that could be happening sometime in this upcoming year, guys. And since we're talking about heavyweights, let's quickly move on to boxing and heavyweights. So we already saw Deontay Wilder fighting Tyson Fury at heavyweights. And we saw that that fight was actually a draw. So potentially... Uh, We are going to be seeing Another rematch because the WBC organization Wants to see who the clear And definitive winner of that fight Is and depending on who actually Wins that fight well the winner Of that fight is for sure going to Be fighting against the one and only Anthony Joshua who is currently Holding the IBF, IBO WBA and WBO Heavyweight uh, championship titles And so whoever wins that Fight between that rematch that potential Rematch between Deonta Wilder And Tyson Fury is going to be fighting off Against Anthony Joshua to unify All of the titles, okay So that will be really interesting To see and watch um, And I'm pretty sure, I'm actually Very confident that this um, Deonta Wilder and Tyson Fury fight Is actually going to be happening this upcoming Year, I think the word is That the, the rematch is actually going To be happening sometime in March or April which really does make sense because ever since their first fight, they've definitely had enough enough time to recover and um, train for this rematch, this potential rematch. So, it would really make sense for them to actually have that rematch around that time. And like I said, whoever wins that fight is potentially going to be fighting against Anthony Joshua later on for a title unification. Alright, so, there's that in terms of boxing. Uh, now... Since we already did talk about the heavyweight division at the UFC, um, and just because we're talking about heavyweights overall um, in MMA, you know, there's always talks about Brock Lesnar, the former heavyweight champion at the UFC. Um, There's talks about him coming back to the world of MMA because as you guys already know, if you are a professional wrestling fan, you probably know that uh, Brock Lesnar, he unquote," fights for the WWE, and um, he's constantly having matches and everything. And um, I think he's actually going to be having a match at um, what is it, Royal Rumble, which is happening in about two weeks. And please don't judge me because I actually do watch the WWE because it's really entertaining and it's actually kind of fun to watch. And I know if you do listen back on some of our episodes, I was kind of hating on professional wrestling and whatnot because it was all fake and whatnot. But still. Your girl needs her entertainment and um, it's actually kind of cool to watch. So I would definitely recommend all of you guys. If you if you have enough time, just catch up with some professional wrestling. Why not? So anyhow, Brock Lesnar is actually pretty busy in the WWE. But there's talks about him uh, potentially returning to the world of MMA. And there was actually talks about him fighting Daniel Cormier. Because if you remember, when Daniel Cormier initially um, got the heavyweight title for himself, Brock Lesnar was invited into the cage, and the the two kind of started trash-talking and whatnot. So there was a high probability that Brock Lesnar was going to be making his way into the MMA world once again. But there was a news that actually came out that Brock Lesnar's blood samples... From the United States Anti-Doping Agency Were actually missing And I don't know about you guys But that just sounds really really fishy And um You know just considering all those things I really don't think that Brock Lesnar Is actually going to be coming into the UFC Anytime soon Because uh, from what I know The United States Anti-Doping Agency Is trying to take it kind of uh, Tough on, on everybody On all fighters and um They would definitely not let Brock Lesnar fight without proper um, examination and proper um, testing against doping Um, in the UFC because if he actually does fight and it later shows that he had been indeed doping while he was fighting his opponent, well, there would be a horrendous outrage in in the whole world of MMA and uh, it would be like almost like a World War III. So I don't think the UFC is actually going to do that. So they're probably going to be super cautious in regards to letting Brock Lesnar fighting in the UFC once again. So will Brock Lesnar actually be fighting in, in the world of MMA once again? I mean, I'm not really sure. Probably if he does agree to take part in all the doping testings that are set for him properly. Not trying to, you know, go around and trying to trick the United States, uh, United States Anti-Doping Agency because they're really smart and they will actually catch you. So yeah, there's another prediction and um, hopefully since we already talked about um, uh, all the testings that are done by USADA and um, all the doping issues, hopefully, I don't know, maybe they should take it kind of more seriously, especially with this whole John Jones um, uh, problems and I don't know, man. It's just really, really confusing because for some fighters, they're not even allowed to take things like Advil or or NyQuil because it is considered um, performance enhancing. But when it comes to someone like John Jones, it really does bother me because Trinobil is a legitimate um, uh, performance enhancing drug. And um, they found it, they say that they found it at a very low amount, but it's actually not when you consider all the things that I told you earlier in this episode so yes they could make it tougher but if they make it tougher for everyone then it will be more fair that way not to make it tough for for uh, you know mediocre fighters and make take it easy on um, big name fighters like Jon Jones so hopefully things are more fair in terms of um, testings for uh, for doping and performance enhancing drugs overall in the whole world of combat sports and yeah, man, hopefully that's what they do in this new year of 2019. And guys, oh man, <laughs> some things never change, eh? Because I'm just looking at the clock right now and we're almost out of time. I had so much fun today, and I can't believe episode 100 is almost done. Man, that's so crazy. Like, what? Yeah, anyhow, so thank you so much for listening. And you already know if you want to catch up with her previous episodes, make sure you go to cfru.ca. And you already know you can also get a SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with her previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here, and this is TKO. Peace out.